What do you know about chips? I'm not talking about potato or corn, though those are very exciting. I'm talking about semiconductors, those vital electronic components that are allowing you to listen to my words right now. Semiconductors are a part of most of our lives every single day. During the past year, there's been a lot of conversation about how we can onshore the manufacturing of these vital components. But what all does that entail? Well, I got to talk with Christina D. Marino about that very subject. Christina is an assistant professor in the Bradley Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at Virginia Tech. She's also the assistant director of the Center for Power Electronic System, commonly called CPES. There, her main focus is packaging semiconductors. So we chatted a little bit with Christina just about what semiconductors are, the role packaging will play in onshoring these vital components, and a little bit about how she got into this field. I'm Travis Williams, and this is the Virginia Tech Office of Research and Innovation's Curious Conversations. So I guess like right off right off the top, I'm curious, what led you to this field? Uh, just pure chance. <laughs> okay. I actually had not heard of power electronics before coming to Virginia Tech. I was on a the EC department has like a recruitment weekend. Um, so I came for that. Um, and I knew I was interested in electrical engineering, but had not heard of power electronics. Uh, so I didn't, e- didn't even know CPES was a thing. Didn't go, didn't choose it as one of the labs that I got to tour. Like you get a list of options and you get to down select which ones you want to tour. Did not choose CPES. Um, and then at the last event for that weekend, uh, the director or the co-director at the time, Dushan Borovich, sat right next to me at the dinner. And he's like, why did you not tour CPES? I was like, what's CPES? And then he, <laughs> he's like, finish your dinner. We're going to, I'm taking you to CPES. And then I, that was it. So then I was like, wow, this lab is amazing. This sounds so cool. So, you know, relevant to so many different applications. Uh, so, yeah. Long wow! So it, but... <laughs> it it really was by chance. Yeah, you just yeah. you just happened to sit in the right spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess for like uh, for a person like me, what does power electronics mean? Yeah. So power electronics, I still struggle to explain it well. If I'm being perfectly honest, so well. <laughs> We can work through it. <laughs> Little freakers. Um, so basically, power electronics is, is electrical energy conversion. So it, it's kind of like um, a necessary interface between a source and a load, where like a source could be like a battery or a solar panel or something like that, and a load could be like my cell phone battery or you know um, your processor in your computer or um, you know the lights in your home, things like that. Okay. I think you did a pretty, I think that's a really good job of explaining that to me. (laughs) Well, right now it it does seem that, uh, power electronics, specifically, specifically semiconductors are, um, they're kind of having a moment. They're, they're, um, they're very, they're very popular. In fact, I told somebody the other day, I was like, if this writer and actor strike continues, semiconductors might get like a half hour sitcom. Like, I don't know, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, what's it, what's it been like for some of the work that you're doing to be kind of at the forefront of, I guess, culture? Uh, it's really exciting, um, you know, to be in this field at this time. Um, I, I, I would, you know, power electronics have always been like this quiet thing in the back of our 
um, like in our everyday lives, but we never knew about it. Same thing with semiconductors. We use them in almost everything these days, um, but nobody really knew about them until the chip shortage, right? Then all of a sudden people were like, oh, chips are important. They're literally in everything. Um, and, you know, that's why I can't get uh, a vehicle right now is because of the chip shortage or some, you know, things like that. So I think that crisis is what really brought it to the forefront and people who don't know about chips really realize the impact that they have on our lives. Uh, with power electronics, I think it's also becoming more and more um, well-known and necessary and important because of renewable energy and all the, you know, carbon neutral uh, targets that we have. So, you know, for renewable energy, for electric vehicles, all of that relies heavily on power electronics. Um, so I think that's why we're starting to kind of, you know, there's a, we're at the bottom of that S curve, I hope. So we're hopefully, you know, picking up rap, rap, rapidly um, and hopefully are a key part of reaching these carbon neutral goals. Yeah. So now more people know about it and you're able to raise your hand and be like, Ooh, I, I can tell you all about this. Yeah. Um, it's a, has it become like a more of a common topic of conversation, like somewhat, in non-work circles? <laughs> somewhat. Yeah. I would say still not as people know about it. Like I thought once the CHIPS Act came out, that everybody would know about it. Still like a surprising amount of people don't know about it. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's definitely exciting. Um, and with the CHIPS Act, so I'm not, you know, personally don't work a lot. I, I use semiconductor devices, but I'm not the one designing, making them, but I do work on packaging of them. Um, and that's also being discussed and is also called out in the CHIPS Act, which is, um, you know, great time to be in packaging. So yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one of the, th one of the things I was going to ask you was I, I know, you know, we talk a lot about semiconductors. I write a fair amount at this point about semiconductors, but I still meet a lot of people that are kind of like, I'm not sure what that is. So what should, what should somebody have in their mind when they hear the word semiconductor? Like what should they mentally be picturing? Picturing in what way? Like, um, for like me, when I think of semiconductors, I just think of all of our electronics, right? It's in everything that has, you know, that is an electronic device has semiconductors. Um, or do you mean like physically, like a physical semiconductor? What do you yeah, what does a what does a physical semiconductor look like? Yeah, basically looks like a chip. So like a rectangle or square that's very small, maybe like a few millimeters by a few millimeters, or as large as like maybe a centimeter by a centimeter. Or I guess I should be talking in like inches, <laughs> um, maybe like up to like half an inch by half an inch or so. Um, and they're very thin, typically like. I'm struggling with inches right now. We usually use it meters. Um, so like on the order of, let's say, 100 micron to maybe, you know, 300 micron, something like that. So there are these very thin chips, um, hence the name chips. <laughs> yeah, well, we can use we can use metric, the metric system here. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's a, so what so that's what a, a chip is. I've also heard the term wafer. Ah, yes. What is what is a wafer and how is it different from a chip? Yeah. So a wafer comes before a chip, in a sense. So basically, you grow these long, like cylinders of uh, of the semiconductor material, um, and then you slice those up into wafers. So then you get these discs, um, and then with those discs, you put that into the the fab line, and then you actually make the semiconductor. So you make like an array of them. So you can. It's really great for like high volume, right? So you're getting for each wafer, you've got you know could be thousands and thousands of chips 
Um, and the wafer sizes are increasing as volume production is increasing and it just helps drive down costs overall. And then you take that wafer, which now has a bunch of, you know, rectangles of those chips on it and now you dice it. So then you singulate and you get those, those chips. Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> um, and that's, that's a very clear explanation. Maybe the clearest that I've, I've heard. Oh, good. Um, I think a lot of times, even, even with what I do, people use a lot of language and some of us, including myself, are afraid to be like, I don't know what those words mean. Um, <laughs> but so thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but I know your expertise and your, your specialty is packaging, right? So what is packaging? Yep. So it is, for lack of a better word, the packaging of these chips. <laughs> um, so basically we encase the chips in like um, a, a package that allows us to route the electrical signals, allows us to, um, you know, these chips give off heat. So it allows us to draw out the heat from the chip um, to what the ambient environment, it allows us to also interface to the, what we call the next level packaging. So like a printed circuit board, for example, um, or whatever else it needs to connect to, to create the full electrical circuit. Okay. So it's, um, is it kind of the equivalent to if the chips, the engine, you're putting the engine inside a car? Is that? That's one, one form of packaging. Yeah. So actually packaging is kind of thought of like a, like a hierarchy, um, like having different levels because you can have packaging at different stages. So like, um, we package a chip into say like a singular package or potentially we have multiple chips within a package. And then we then package that package together with all the other components we need for our converter. We then package them again together. So there's actually like multiple layers. I'm talking about specifically like the semiconductor packaging part. So it's like, okay, there's like all these different levels. So that's like one of those levels. Um, okay. I don't know if that yeah. made sense or not. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does. I don't have a great analogy off the top of my head, but uh, yeah. give me some time. Maybe I'll think of, maybe I'll think of something. Um, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> um, I should have analogy by now for all these, but that is kind of the analogy you mentioned is actually one that I would often use. So um, I heard it from somebody from GE use that analogy and I kind of just stole it because I thought it was so great is, um, you know, like, why do we need advanced packaging? So they actually took like a, they showed like a high performance engine, like a Ferrari engine and imagine putting it into like, they put it into like an old beat up pickup truck, which I feel like is not very nice for <laughs> existing packages because <laughs> they're better than that. But, um, you know, they're like a common sedan type, right? So they're robust, they're reliable, they've been around for decades, but then you've got this high performance engine, you put it in there you're not going to get the high performance that you're looking for. So that's where you're like, okay, I need to really, everything around that engine also needs to be optimized, also needs to be improved to get overall the full performance out of the chip. So actually, yes, your analogy was great. Well, I think I actually took it from probably some interview that you had done in the past. So I cannot oh. <laughs> take credit for it. Uh, but I, w I will say that I, I do enjoy uh, like an old beat up truck too. So um, yeah. I don't, you know, let's not knock them too much. They, okay. they have their place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, what, what role, what role do you think uh, packaging plays? You know, we have, and uh, let me back, let me back up. And you were doing all this uh, onshoring, this effort to bring manufacturing semiconductors to America. What role does packaging play in that? Yeah. So right now, um, 
I think the last number I saw was that about, so about 10% roughly of semiconductors are made um, in the U.S. And only 3% of packaging is done in the U.S. So actually the onshoring of packaging is even more critical, right? We're even worse in doing packaging in the U.S. than we are with semiconductors. Um, so if we're talking about onshoring chips, really, um, it, it, we have to also onshore be better at packaging as well. Um, cause the two really go hand in hand. I don't know. Have you heard of Moore's law? Um, no, <laughs> <It's been laughs> but I, I feel like I should have. No, no, no that, that's perfectly fine. I just wanted to ask. Um, so it, it's not really relevant as much to like power electronics for power semiconductor devices, but for like microelectronic devices, there, there was Moore's law that the transistor, it's basically showing the evolution of transistors over time and predicting the improvement over time. So it's basically the doubling of transistors every few years, right? Um, and therefore showing the progress pretty much that the chips were, were going to make uh, year after year after year. Um, and so Basically, there's there's always people always think Moore's law is going to end, and there was a time where we really thought it was, and then advanced packaging has really helped to maintain that, and so continue the progress of the doubling or increasing of the number of transistors. Um, so packaging is really essential if we want to maintain, not just continue with the existing chips that we have today and being able to onshore those, but also we're talking about future advanced chips. Right, packaging is becoming more and more a critical piece to getting that best performance. Um, and so if we want to stay ahead in the overall, you know, latest, greatest advancements in chips, then packaging is going to become more and more uh, critical. Okay. And so what are some of the things that you're involved with at, at CPES that are, you know, helping to, to fill that, that need? Yeah. So, um, so uh, at CPES, we have uh, faculty working on the power semiconductor devices using advanced materials. Um, and also we have uh, several faculty working on packaging as well um, of the power semiconductor devices. Um, and so we're um, working on a variety of projects for all sorts of applications from, you know, renewables and grid uh grid scale kind of converters to um, uh, converters for electric vehicles or more electric aircrafts um, or electric ships um, to help, you know, really uh, get the most performance out of these advanced devices and overall improve these power electronic systems. Yeah. And are you, you all doing some stuff with workforce development as well? Yes. Yes. Um, so through uh, VAST, the Virginia Alliance for semiconductor technologies. Um, so we'll be a part of that um, and we'll be particularly helping with the packaging effort. Um, and so that is to help increase the workforce, um, particularly uh, really pooling uh, the resources um, at the really excellent universities across the Commonwealth of Virginia uh, so that we can um, educate people in the tech uh, skills that are needed for um, this semiconductor ecosystem. Yeah. Well, and maybe you can also, you know, sit with some students as they come in at dinners and convince them to come take yeah. a tour of your life. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like that that's, that is an ideal way to, it, it does sound like the stuff that goes on in that lab is, is really fascinating. I know there was a video that um, we had out 
recently, and it, it looked like this, the, the interns that you had there were very engaged. And I think one of them even talked about how that hands-on learning approach was very valuable. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and they're in high um, school, which is great. So we're, those were trying to get them oh, while they're wow. young. Yeah. Wow. So what? So what are what are what all are you doing with uh, high schoolers? Yeah. So um, it's kind of a combination of things. Really, just trying to um, get them exposed to the the tools that we use, these topics, um, and, and let them know what's out there and how cool and fun semiconductors is. Because everyone's always talking about you know the kids uh, you know coming out of high school, going into you know their freshman year. They're all. It, only things that I'm really hearing are computer science and AI, but, you know, trying to get them to also see like semiconductors is also really cool and really interesting and uh, critical. So um, just trying to explain a little bit more about power electronics, power semiconductors and packaging. They're using, um, you know, really advanced software tools that usually only graduate students kind of learn. Um, they're in the lab actually learning how to do various packaging processes and learning about the materials that are involved as well. Um, so yeah, kind of a variety of things that we're just trying to expose them to, to really help them really see all the things that, that, uh, they could, you know, work on. Oh, that's a, that sounds awesome. It sounds like a lot of fun too. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, okay. Well, the, the last thing I'll, I'll ask you, uh, is what, what do you most want people to know? about semiconductors and packaging right now? Um, good question. Uh, I think really just that there, there's so much work to be done. Um, you know, we had, uh, I think, a lot of really exciting work in semiconductors when they were first, you know, being invented and first happening. And then I think, especially with power semiconductors, um, kind of a lot, not as much interest for a while. And I hope now with like these advanced semiconductors that are coming out, they're really offering so much more performance benefits and really enabling so much um, benefits in our everyday lives. Um, and really critical, especially for those that are really driven by like renewable energy or electric transportation. I think, you know, power electronics is going to be really critical to that. And at the heart of our power electronics are these powered semiconductor devices and the packaging is also critical to make sure we can fully utilize the benefits of those advanced semiconductors. Yeah. So it sounds like this is a critical component to making my life better. I hope so. I believe so. That's what drew me to this area. So, yeah, I hope it's true. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, thank you so much for, for talking to me. Yeah, thank you so I much. appreciate it. And thanks to Christina for helping us understand a little bit more about semiconductors, packaging, and reminding us that you just never know what can come from a good conversation over dinner. I'm Travis Williams, and you've been listening to the Virginia Tech Office of Research and Innovation's Curious Conversations.